Welcome trainers to the 1334 Dex, the show that likes to ask all of our trainers, what kind of Pokemon are you? Are you loyal through and through? Would you share with me your secrets deep inside? Hopefully some of our trainers actually get that reference. I'm Pokemon researcher Albert, I'm joined with my colleague, Steven Classic. How have you been, buddy? I'm doing well, but I don't think I have an answer to that last question you just asked. Like, I think about it. And I feel like Mr. Mime because I don't talk too much and I'm just moving my hands a lot. But then I feel like ditto depending on what I ate for lunch. Um, I'm gonna. So you're go... just saying is you have options? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Halucha. I'm just there. I, I have Why made, Halucha? I have made my decision. I am fly. I look good, and I like wrestling. I am Halucha. We're gonna go with some of those points are debatable, but. Moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, then. <laughs> Fine, you can be Halucha. Yes. Or if Halucha ever gets an evolution, I mean, who knows? I'm going to get a Gigantamax form. Your own special form ring included with that, too? Yeah, like the clouds that come up would be the ropes, and then it would be turnbuckles and stuff. So, like, he would be standing in a ring in his Gigantamax. And then, I don't know, like, I would like a flying press, like, move to be, like, have a special Gigantamax, like, animation, and then we'd be great. I'd be fantastic. Yeah, let's go with Halucha. I'm going to be Halucha. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm Halucha. Yeah, you probably have a long-time rival in Incineroar, but how's your Pokemon week been going so far? Um, it's good. I had to rush to uh, my lovely uh, Nintendo Switch. I actually almost forgot. I was about to say 3DS because it's Force of Habit. Um, I rushed to the Switch to download the codes um, because now that we have DLC at our fingertips, which I haven't sunk my teeth in yet. Um, I had to get all the, the candies and the items, and, and I don't really care for the Galarian Meowth. I'm not sure how that would set up. I'll probably figure out a way to use it in about a week or two, but for right now, it's staying in the box. Have you actually done the math yet? Because, I mean, trainers, in case you hadn't known, Galarian Meowth is available to us. It's hidden ability and nerve. You got 100 large XP candies, which pretty good chunk of change right there if you haven't level up but you got 50 big nuggets too you know how many poke coins that actually ca comes out to if you calculate it out that's like a million pokey dollars that literally is a million pokey dollars imagine someone who buys the game just today when the dlc release so they have the dlc they have a brand new game and they have the mystery gift they start the game out with a million dollars right then and there you know how hard it was to make money in those Gen 3, 4, the, in the first two games and stuff? Like, I think Gen 5 was when money really started getting easy. But every Gen before that, you know how hard it was to get a lot of money? I mean, you could just grind at the Elite Four over and over and over and over. But see, you're missing an element. They need You need to have the amulet coin, too. Like, you know. So, like, you get a million... You could have a million dollars to start off the game and then, like... You would be able to buy whatever you need, however you need. I wouldn't waste my money, though, that until I'm leased to, the, what, the fourth city when you start getting real items. So, I'm saying, that that's pretty interesting to me. Well, at least it's a little bit better than having to take your G-Max meow of having a G-Max in the Champions Cup and just keep using that payday equivalent. That's what I was doing at the beginning to make money. Then I learned about the other tricks, too, like selling the luxury. But no, that's like another big popular trick out there too but with this amount like you would be all set to get a team going which i feel is what this dlc is probably aiming 
but I will see. The more we're able to kind of dig into it and play around with the new areas and the new Pokemon. You also get, uh, you get, what, 100 large candies? Yep, 100 large EXP candies. So, like, how much EXP is is held in the large? Because I've never actually looked that up. Like, in the game, I've never looked at it. I know you get the XLs, you get the large, you get the mediums and the smalls. I know the smalls do absolutely, like, nothing. I get you to level 5 if you have, like, a brand new egg. But what what's the ex, like the experience total for the large candies? And you get a hundred of those. That would have to up. I don't know that number off the top of my head. Isn't that every Pokemon cap out like at a million XP or something like that? So I think so. Take that divided by the EXP bonus, and because it, you get a lot. I know you get a lot. Taking to someone that had to finish the decks, you do get a lot from. I'm I'm fascinated because like I I like what this game is doing. Um, I thought X and Y made it easy, and then I didn't like Sun and Moon at all. I didn't like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon at all. But I loved how easy it was to build a competitive, like a competitively viable Pokemon. Now, you know, with this DLC and uh, items like this, and just like the, the random items you get from, you know, uh, raid battles, it's so incredibly easy to have a different team, a different formula in the matter of like an hour. It's it's so fast and so easy, and I'm looking forward to like all these items we're getting, just to see which kind of combinations I could come up with next on the fly, because I have these items at the palm of my hands. And we see that in the competitive scene too. It's not uncommon for new Pokemon to be brought in, brought out. So it's going to be interesting to see within the coming weeks with the first wave of 100 new Pokemon. So how many of them are going to enter the field? So I'm going to say it now. Now that we have the DLC and it was released today, um, I'm going to play through it for the next couple days. So by the time we have our next episode, I, I, I'll write everything down. I'll let everything know. Because I know me personally, I know Talonflame's on this DLC. So I'm going to set up a set for Talonflame, and I'm probably going to bring the one that I had in Kalos. Bring that up and just have that for fun. So I'm looking forward to Your see... Your old friend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what I can build with the Pokemon added and how much that shifts the meta. Because, again, you go from 400 and something to... I think they're going to 6 or 7. 6? Six? 6? Yeah, so 600 with this DLC. Like... I'm, I'm, I'm seeing which Pokemon can be pick and plugged and then thrown into the meta and it throws a monkey wrench and anything. Because they just, they just announced not too long ago, like, the Players' Cup, the online series, the Players' Cup, they announced that. Kind of sudden. I, w- I wish we would have got more time to actually be able to talk about it. They Kind of give everyone, like, fair warning. They announced a lot of just off-the-cuff stuff right before the DLC because I think we're... This is speculation, but the way they're doing this, and I've seen them do this before, where they do an overload of news to kind of throw people off because they're only focusing on the news they're getting beforehand. So when the DLC hits, you're you're focused on the DLC. That way they could sneak whatever big announcement they're going to do in the next week or so. And you could get your Gen 4 remakes or whatever they want to do. Whatever they're thinking, you're about to get a big announcement at the day like no well not today i don't i just i don't see something happening at this time maybe friday we get something but when the like we're gonna get a big like news leak or something or news release or story coming up soon because this is pokemon's formula it's just kind of throw stuff at them throw them for a loop get their attention and then when they stop looking that's when you you hit them with it so they're excited and you know there's something more to look forward to 
Yeah, makes you wonder if we're in a different timeline in a different world where we didn't have thing keeping us all inside. If this would have been like an E3 presentation, because that would have been this past week, but maybe the trailer would have been shown off there. Maybe we would have got like that investor meeting for the past two years and got more news there. I... We'll see. I mean, them kind of just throwing stuff at us sporadically. Maybe they have a strategy to do it. Maybe it's been planned, but we'll kind of never know. That's the fun thing is we literally just woke up one day and, hey, look, we're going to get trailer information. Got the trailer and, what, about a week or two later, we finally have the DLC. Keep us entertained until at least November, December when we get the next wave of DLC. Yeah, I've, I just thought about that, though, too, um, about your comment about E3 and stuff. When was the last time Pokemon announced or released something at either? Because it's it's normal for Nintendo to throw out the news, but then they throw out like the Treehouse where they'll throw out Pokemon stuff there. But has there been like a news, like a news break on E3 in the last five years? Last year they showed off the trailer that I think just showed more features. It just like showed the wild area and just a couple of little features from there. I think we got to see the, yeah, we saw the very first gym leader. We saw Milo, but we've never got like a, actual game announcement then we never got like sword and shield being announced like that's been like a pokemon day it's been pretty nice it's like the whole day is dedicated just to that see i i'm looking i'm trying to figure it out because e3 you you and i talked about this i think on an episode ago about the investment meetings i'm wondering where what we're getting because i know a rumor of detective pikachu's 2 has still been surfacing remakes the surfacing the let's go series i I just, I'm wondering what we're going to get now that this DLC is out. Because they don't, they don't like to have you wait too long. So they know we have DLC at our fingertips, but they need to keep us hooked until the next DLC. And then also they can give us more after that to keep us even more hooked. Because the last thing you need is a down period of no hype and no excitement for them. Because not everyone plays competitively. So you you got to keep other people invested and involved. So I think we get a news break sometime in the next five days. I'm hoping by the time we 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 get to record our next episode, we have a whole new set. Yeah, fingers crossed that we'll actually get some news then. But yeah, we still got a lot to just kind of dissect and digest with the Isle of Armor. So next week's show should be fun, just talking about that. So anything else with your Pokemon Go week? going have you tried some of the new go events okay well i haven't tried any of the go events but i have been playing more uh i've been catching a lot of the gen 4 starters because they've been appearing a lot at least in my area oh yeah and um i've been you know doing sending the okay look you win you win i'm gonna give it to you i used the the stickers to send out on on gifts See, that's how you let your friends know you care the about stickers them. Looked them cool. The stickers looked cool. I want actual physical stickers, though. But, I mean, I use the, I use the stickers. <laughs> and my friends do know me well because they were sending me really cool, like, good starter ones for me. They were sending out Bulbasaurs and Squirtles. I got a really neat Pikachu one that I hope they actually make into, like, a real sticker or a t-shirt design. So, yeah. The stickers, I've noticed, uh, you actually use, what's that, the sticker function that's on iOS? The Bulbasaur, the Charmander, the Squirtle. I think the Ditto, if you've been lucky enough to see the Ditto one, and one of the Pikachus, they're from like a Pokemon sticker app that's already been, so they kind of recycled those assets a bit. The other ones I think are new to that or I haven't looked into the other like sticker apps on iOS much, but it's kind of interesting. Nice little way to personalize your gifts to your friends, you know, just the other randos you've added, just send them normal other little sticker, don't put them. So but we'll be getting more. So do you remember, uh, what was it, Pokemon Island? 
the app that they had for when uh, the Hoenn games got announced. And it was like a little app and you, they gave you, it was like, it showed the Hoenn region almost, but you could do like a ball catching game. You had like a sticker and photo gallery thing that you can mess with. I was actually expecting when this, when you told me about the stickers, I thought they were just going to be the reprints of those, like the little hokey Sugimori art. And you're just like, put them here. Like they're actually more detailed than that app. Is what I'm getting at. Give it time. You never know if they'll reach back and pull them ahead and start putting those in the game. I, I was sad we'll we see. never got it like an add-on to Pokemon Island. It was good for all of three minutes. I was like like Magikarp Jump. I mean, how long did Magikarp Jump was was hype though? Like Magikarp Jump had traction <laughs> for at least six days. I still play Pokemon nah, Shuffle. I'll give you that. <laughs> I still play Pokemon, Pokemon Shuffle. Pokemon Shuffle's good though. They really should have just released that on iOS and just should have left it there. I think. They lost the momentum when they went from the 3DS to the mobile phone. Yeah, uh, it's it's the best game for your if you're a Pokemon fan and you like killing time, and you enjoy like brain teasers. Then definitely get Pokemon Shuffle. I am addicted to it. I'm not proud to say I actually spend money in the app. I know a lot of people don't do in-app purchases. I've I've managed to spend maybe thirty dollars in the last two months just on that game. It's the Candy Crush mentality. If I just had one more, I could beat that level. So, that, that so that's what I'm saying. I used to make fun of people who did that with Candy Crush. I was like, you waste money on that dumb game. And then I catch myself saying this, but it's the same exact game, but with Pokemon. But one thing I will say though, I like it because they actually have like battle strategies and different format strategies where you have to have the type advantage yeah. and everything. So it's not completely like Candy Crush. There's a little element to it, but I like it. They really should update that game again or at least bring it back. I know. In the Galar Pokemon. That'd be nice. I'm at the point where they're literally recycling the the Pokemon. Like I just played through uh like Poliwhirl for the third time. Like I'm that high. I'm like in the 400s, 500s and they're just recycling mods you've already beaten and they just give you a like an experience candy with it. And I'm like, "Okay, this sucks." Just the pat on the head like, "This will help you, buddy." He's keep putting money in our game. Well, they've 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 already gotten enough money from me. I'm sad to say. Ah, uh, well, Pokemon Go is going to try to pull it a little bit more out of you. So, nope. of course, this month you've got... <laughs> nope, I have not spent a dime on Pokemon Go, and I'm not about to start. When you could w spin a little Pokestop and get items for free, that's all I need. I don't need to spend money. I can't get that all the time on Shuffle. I'm not spending any money on Go. And I've seen friends of mine, and I think you might be one of them. And they hear us talking, but I see you through this screen. You've probably spent over a hundred dollars on go in game purchase like in app purchases haven't you let's see do i have to include the amount for the go fast tickets? no 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 the the tickets for the <laughs> events the events don't count i'm saying in app purchases how much storage did you buy for that backpack how many more balls did you buy how much more i i what is it the coins where you could buy the outfits and stuff how much did you spend on that how much have you spent on that game I'm actually about to surprise you because I've actually never had to spend any coins on item upgrades or Pokemon storage space. Usually what I do is I will go to gyms, take them over, but I purposely do it at night because a lot of the parks that I would go to close up at night. So I at least own that gym through the nighttime, max out my coins for the night. Morning time, somebody comes, beats those Pokemon, knocks them out. They return back to me. 
hit him with the max revive and do the cycle all over. I have bought incubators on occasion. I don't think that would be to get up to the 100. So I have spent money on that, but I haven't spent that much. Now for including the event passes, in that case, okay, I'm probably getting there. Because you went to Chicago, so like that's what I'm saying. All the stuff you've done for Go, I'm, I'm sure you spent over a couple hundred, and that's that's normal. That's fine. I'm saying in-app purchases, yeah. but I'm surprised. I'm ve- I, Okay, you have now completely surprised me because I had to look you in the eye, and I had to ask you how much you spent on that game because I don't know anyone who plays it quite like you. If you're smart with kind of your strategy, you can kind of milk some of the coin or methods to get coin. I know in the future they're going to be making it a little bit easier for us to get I know they're testing some methods right now in Australia. They usually use the smaller kinds to field testing. There will be new ways to get PokeCoin that can help mitigate some costs for you. So, with that being said, is there any news this week? Because, again, I go to you. I default for you. As soon as you say go, I go to you. So, right now, what we're going to be looking at is coming up this Friday is the Solstice event, which kind of like a recognition of the whole summer thing. The big thing is that when you so the new shiny would be shiny Clefairy, which you only used to be able to get it if you were able to hatch a shiny Cleffa. Good luck with that, because it's already hard getting a shiny. Now try rolling get the poke, the Cleffa, and are it'll the, be a little, bit, little bit easier there. Are the shiny rates the same on Go as they are in game? So like one in every three hundred and sixty-five or no, they're they're lowered, but you don't have as many Pokemon appear as often as you would see in the main Because like in the main games, you can control it with like eggs or encounter, what have you. In Go, you can't really control what pops up. So the rates are lower, so technically they're easier to find, but the fact that it's always sporadic, it's gonna kind of difficult. And plus there's like the whole thing with like regionals, it's another barrier that you're gonna have to cross to. Like right now, um, Solrock and Lunaton keep shifting. Which hemisphere there is, I believe right now when you have Solrock, the, if you're on the Western Hemisphere. Eastern Hemisphere's got Lunatone, and the two are going to switch regions during this event, and then they'll stay switched. So if you want to get a shiny Lunatone or Soul Rock, now's the time to do it. Go out there and try to find it. I believe they're time-sensitive too, like Soul Rock, obviously, Lunatone, you can only find it now. If you don't understand that, I suggest the first grade textbook would probably explain it to you. But those would be like kind of like some of the bigger, like, rarer shinies to find. And then, after that event kind of passes, we've got the Bug Out event, which Game kind of tells you we're going to be seeing a lot of more bug Pokemon and shiny Dwebble. It's going to be like the big shiny Dwebble, which has a cool shiny. It's kind of hard to notice right away, but the Nanakit kind of tweaks the colors a bit. Though we just got it this past week. Kind of the bigger thing is we actually got news on GoFest 2020. We actually have confirm. Well, I shouldn't say confirmation, but we have more of an idea what's going to happen. Didn't that come out Monday? So, yep. Monday was when they actually announced it. Monday so, was the announcement? Because well, I, I saw on Twitter, uh, I remember... I remember you told me about it. I think it was Monday, but like that they announced is it all the rules, all the sets, all the regulations for it, and what you need? Sort of. I think it's the best way to describe it. Because they're not doing a location, are they? The, like, the... No, not this year, unfortunately. We don't get to travel. Yeah. Which, it's kind of a bummer right there. That was the fun of like the whole GoFest like, last year, like travel. You know, meet a bunch of people and get that social interaction. But, you know, again, for reasons we don't have to go into, it's kind of hard to social, socially interact, right? So I have I have a, a cool little idea, I think, for the trainers that love playing Go and people who want to be socially active uh, with others is depending on, you know, if you're playing with... Because would you still be required to go outside of the house or are you able to play with inside your own home? 
they are still aiming to make it a home event. So it will just be Pokemon River spawning. That's what they're really aiming. They've been trying to keep a lot of the events like that. It's hard to say when they're going to open the barriers and kind of say, you know what, it's okay to go outside again. So trainers, you know, go nuts. But it's weird times right now. The best thing to kind of describe it is everything's been tossed and turned. They'll probably be sticking to the stay-at-home model, at least for this event for sure. But afterwards, we'll see. Continue it. Still stay at home, but we will see. They should offer up, if you have the Go Pass, and let's say you're at home, they should offer up a free Zoom premium, and all the trainers that you make through GoFest via Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you all join a Zoom meeting or a Zoom room. And that way, because you also told me last week that they're making it acceptable where you can have friends do raid battles with. But you have like a Pokemon GoFest yeah. Zoom room where y'all like how you and I communicate. Have the Zoom call going, but then you're up on your phones on, uh, on another device and then you're playing and you're doing your raid battles. You're talking, explaining what you're getting, trading back and forth. Like that way you could keep that social interaction. Or they just make a room for y'all to join in and sort through and, you know talk through the chat or whatnot yeah it's actually a really great idea even for trainers themselves if you have a group of friends that you used to play with you can't really go out right now it's not a bad idea if you all set up your own zoom even discord's got some great options it's kind of popular with streamers now too just to be sitting at home just you know popping incense talk to viewers catch i mean with what they're offering for this event there's going to be worldwide challenges the challenges you see saturday will be different when you see sunday they're teasing you know some big release for that sunday might be the next mythical which, if I was going to put money down, I'm going to say it's probably sh but, I mean, we'll see. They have every hour is going to be themed. There's going to be all sorts of little events going on during that time. There's a, the t-shirt went on sale and was sold out within, like, five minutes on Monday. I think it's still coming in and out, in and out, kind of staggered. They're at least they're trying to make it something that you can kind of at home with or your family. You know, whoever you like to game with. So, speaking of mythicals, I'm going to kind of jump around here, because, uh, Last Friday, um, we got, I know we teased it, last Friday we got the release on Netflix of Pokemon Journeys. But before I get into that, I saw on Monday that uh, because I guess Japan's starting to release the tickets for the movie, uh, for the Coco movie, it's that they're starting to do the distributions of, was it Zarud? Zarud and Zarud. Uh, Shiny Celebi. Yeah, so they're releasing those mythicals. Uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks in Japan, so I'm wondering when we'll get our hands on it, which probably means we'll get it when the movie airs on Netflix or Disney XD or whatever. I don't think we're getting another theater release for that here. I wouldn't mind it if they did. I mean, they didn't do it with the past movie, but that was kind of like a... a would you remake. call it a remake or a reimagining it's, it's with a, CGI? It's a HD... It's, it's like a video game. It's, a H, it's a HD remake. It's like the video game series. Like, because... So I turned on that movie on Netflix, and we're talking about uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back. The, the, the original first movie that came out, they redid it in 3D, and it looked aesthetically beautiful, but then the voices were all different, some of the scenes were different, they kind of modded up some of the songs and everything, and I was like, uh, I'm so glad this didn't hit theaters, because I would have been... I, there's something the charm of it wasn't there you know i just did, i didn't like it yeah but you know they did do power of us in theaters so during select times they did i choose you i wouldn't be surprised if they do this one because it isn't a remake i if it shows up at an yeah, Alamo it's, Draft it's a whole or original something. movie yeah like if it shows up I'll, i'm i'm gonna go see it but i was wondering if they would because of everything that's going on 
Uh, that's a big iffy question right there. It'd be nice if they did. And like movie theaters are kind of starting to open up. But it comes down to people if you want to go outside or not. How limited our theater is going to be. Because we usually get these movies like late October, early November-ish. It's been, mid- it's been mid-November to early December. Because The Power of Us came out December 18th for us. Because yeah, I know it's it's always around that like kind of like Christmas time or building up to Christmas time. It, it's late movies. fall, early winter. Like, yeah. Which I know they usually always line up with like here's the movie here's a mythical that comes with the movie and just wait like another month hey look here's there's no way we don't we don't get Zerud we we get Zerud earlier than that because remember Zeraora was and that Pokemon was completely forgot about like completely even though it had a big part in the movie that DLC came out at the at the end of a life cycle of a game, and people were excited for the next game to come out. So that that Pokemon had no legs underneath it, and I don't think they need to do that with Zerud if they announce something else coming out next year. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they might as well just kind of protect him. Move on to the next one. <laughs> Pro- yeah, protect him. Let us get him maybe two weeks into Isle of Armor. Let us get him when Japan gets him. And then we can roll with it because if if you, stateside he's gonna be forgotten about real real quick if we get a news release and they decide to do it in December with the second DLC. Um, but back to what I was saying earlier. So last Friday we got Journeys released on Netflix, and yep. I have I have officially I had to tweet about it. I have made the judgment that theme song top three Pokemon banger hands down. I, I caught it's, myself not skipping the intro on any of the episodes. I ended up listening to I did the same. The, I listened to... You know they have a full two and a half minute song. Yep. I went up, listened to the whole thing. I, it's went to, really, really I, I drove down the road listening to that, and I was like, oh, yeah, we have a banger. I think the Sun and Moon, the original Sun and Moon one, and then Black and White are, are probably the other, the other in the top three. That was the only thing I liked from that Sun and Moon anime was that, that first original theme song that was like 12 seconds i enjoyed it <laughs> that, that's it the rest of it i could throw away i don't need a name i was the exact same i i usually always skip over the intros and never watch anything on netflix but with this one nope let it play full out every single time even the ending credits is kind of cute where it's just the kind of the instrumental version of the theme music but you just got like a bunch of like random little pokemon popping up so we're not gonna so the, we're not gonna get into this i don't uh, we just I don't want to I kind of want to save these segments for later on where we could talk about each episode and it gives us something else to talk about but what is your impression of it like what what did you get from it because I'll tell you mine after you tell me yours mine might not be the same but it 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 definitely is something I'm shocked about after I've seen it so how, what was your impression of the anime? Initial impressions is if I had a job that I wanted to have in the Pokemon world, this anime confirms I would want to be a Pokemon researcher so, so bad. But I really like this anime. It's the approach that they have lets them be able to tell so many different stories. Like in the past animes when Ash would like start off in a region, you could kind of tell what's going to happen, where the story's going to go. Like, you would know, okay, he's starting at the starter town. He's going to eventually get one of, like, the three starters. He's going to get all three of them eventually. Oh, yeah, how weird is that? How weird is that? He was in, what, Vermilion? Yeah, well, started at Pallet Town, got to Vermilion, and that's, like, the main hub is Vermilion. Like, it's not Pallet Town. It's not, you know, like, Little Root Town. It's not Twin Leaf Town. No, it's Vermilion, like, this random city in Kanto. 
And then they they being in Vermilion, you know, you have the boat line. There's a couple episodes that I won't say where or where, wherever they go, but you catch them in at least two or three episodes taking a boat to a different region, and they're not the same region. And like they're they're making this so region boat, based. Plane. Yeah, it. I love it. I I. I love it. Like, it's, it's so shocking how good this anime is. And we've only gotten 12 episodes. Which is sad, because we have to wait till like, September to get the next 12 I, episodes. I so, um, you and me kind of shot ourselves in the foot and watching all 12 episodes. So, now we gotta wait. Do you think you would have binged... <laughs> do you think you would have binged that series if the theme song was bad? Because I probably would have been able to avoid it and just watch it periodically over time if the theme song was bad. But the theme song's a banger, so I caught myself wanting to watch each episode just because of the theme and the anime is actually would. really good like i mean i would i mean i'm not gonna hold like a whole show just based on you know like, the opening <laughs> i could like over skip the theme song if it wasn't the best and still enjoy it they've covered like almost every single region so far and this is just the, the first 12 episodes like ash had an episode where he went to johto there's an episode where he went to hoenn you know even Kalos he didn't go to he's yeah, covered he, like a good chunk of the region so far yeah he went to sinnoh i think in one of the later episodes uh yeah he did go to sinnoh and stuff oh that that whole ep- that episode is hilarious oh that episode is hilarious i'm not gonna get into it now but uh, when he goes to sinnoh that that whole thing what's your what's your takeaway on go like i find it funny his name is go and i'm just like okay cool nice little play on words i see what you did there pokemon you named him go what go with an h though they named him go with an h at the end of it. i wanted him to be like the louisiana go where it's g-u-e-x i think that would have been cool and then you could have said he was from kalos or because it's a, like a European thing, the UEX, you could have been like, oh, he's from Galler, and, but French, <laughs> whatever. You know, it, it would have been neat. That's the way I would have done it. There. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your takeaway on him? I like him. Like, for someone that's just starting out, it makes sense. Especially for someone that's like, being someone that's been in the research field, that's actually worked in research labs. I know that exact same person that's a little too over eager, but, you know, their heart's in the right place. So they like to run around, you know, show what they know, ask a thousand questions. Can it be annoying at times? Yeah, it can be a little. It's kind of his approach, and I kind of wondered the whole Volcomon world. That's something I can appreciate, especially for someone like with my background. Like, again, I've actually been a published author, and I've actually had, like, experiments and stuff. In the... Some of which I can talk about. Others, no. <laughs> so I watched with someone, and them and I had the same exact thing. I'm not a fan of Go. I just, I, I can't. I think of it, I'm I'm 100% behind that score bunny though. I love the score bunny. I'm not behind him just yet. I need to see what he's like in the next 12 episodes to see if that character develops into something in which I can gravitate towards. But I totally get the character divide of Ash being wanting to be a Pokemon master who does everything via friendships, story, and uh, battles. Go is researcher who just catches who wants to catch and study and that was one thing i'll say i'm i don't, I don't want to do spoilers but that's one thing i'll say i saw go catch more pokemon in one episode than i see ash catching the first 30 episodes of any of the seasons i just i was annoyed because he did it with such ease let's be fair some of the episodes some of the ones he caught were like pokemon that in the games if you threw a pokeball they will pretty much just meh we're not even gonna fight yeah, i mean but then there were some of those evolution lines where I'm like, oh, come on, they would at least break out once. <laughs> There's no way he has a perfect catch rate. There's no way. 
Oh, but he didn't, though. Some Pokemon did kind of give him trouble. And Not We actually mention. did see that Pokeballs can be wasted in the Pokemon world and the anime is set up. <laughs> and he <laughs> didn't, didn't battle any episode. of them. Did he, ba- he only battled, like, one or two of them, I think, to catch, but he didn't battle any of the other ones. Like, all of them literally was like Safari's own Pokemon Ghost style. Throw the, throw the ball and see if it sticks. Which it did. It'll probably make it a little bit more of a challenge. I mean, it's kind of the approach that they're taking with them is just like catch everything and learn about some kind of nature. You would think Ash would have that mentality, but it's kind of seeing like they set the divide. It's like Ash's mind is like based on battle, building a team, be successful. Because we saw an episode where I mean, who knew Mr. Mime had like that kind of battle skills there? All I'm saying is. Mr. Mime is stepdad of the year, protecting Ash in those battles. <laughs> I'm not going to let this slide. Mr. Mime is stepdad of the year, okay? I'm going to leave it at that. Now, I have the other question of, are you Team Ash or are you Team Go? Because that's eventually going to happen. Once this anime starts getting traction and more people, I guess, watch through it, you're going to see that pop up on social media. You're going to be Team Ash or you're going to be Team Go. Which one are you and why? Gonna have to go with uh, probably Team Go because I can relate to being that researcher. Look at my background, dude. <laughs> look at how many degrees I've gotten at this. Uh, all right, look. For years, I was done with him, and then I got behind him, and he lost the Kalos League, and then he <laughs> wins a throwaway league in, in Alola. I gotta stay with Ash. Ash. Ash at least walks. At least in this anime, he doesn't seem incompetent like he does in other ones. He totally acts like a champion. He acts like he's been there before. Like he's like, okay, cool. You don't know what you're doing. I do. Let me show you. Like, I'm going with Ash. Ash is the veteran. He's got it. Go is a whiny, incompetent little weakling sick boy who can't climb a tree without Ash helping him. And then Ash is just scaling the tree with ease. Uh, yo, I'm Ash. Sorry. We So now we have something to look forward to. When the next 12 episodes on, or when we discuss the other episodes, we could do the pros and cons, and I will explain to you why Ash is that much better than Go. And you will have to I defend know, Go. Would... You're going to have to defend Go, and I don't think you can. Well, the way you put it, he, Ash is the veteran, yeah. But again, Ash was that incompetent at the beginning. If you look at the very first season of the anime, Ash was not that good. So that writers have so much ground to build on with Ash, Go is like a clean slate. So they can actually show that character growth and development, not knowing, you know, fully everything about Pokemon, you know, having zero battle experience, like show him slowly grow over time. You've got that room to go with Go. Look, all I'm saying is Ash knew how to climb a tree. Ash wasn't whining about everything in the first season. The biggest takeaways from the Indigo uh, League in this season, and I can compare the two, is Ash might have been incompetent, but he was a he was normal enough to know how to do simple tasks and simple things. And that that first season of the anime was just built for puns. Let's just be honest here. It wasn't built for anything else. No character development or anything. Just puns. Yeah, there are moments. I still miss the Electabuzz and Sky Scyther episode. When they tried to bury a Team Rocket at sea. Those are good times. Yeah. So, overall, I think we're both kind of wanted to watch more and more of this right yeah depending on what i have for you next week and depending on what you have for me next week i know with our next episode uh trainers out there you'll be listening it's probably going to be real heavy with the isle of armor that got released earlier this morning we're going to try to have as much news as we can for you guys on that and just our takes on it our opinions and everything but if we have plenty if we have enough time for our time slot 
I would love to go in and discuss some of these episodes of the anime because there there is a lot there to discuss. Other than the awesome theme song, there's plenty more. Yep, we'll definitely have be able to do yeah, like maybe like one or two episodes. But yeah, for sure, it's a topic we're going to be coming back to. For sure. And then I'm, there's so many comparisons we're going to be able to make with this and you know, the past animes. And there's a bunch of callbacks, too, to all of the different episodes that I'd love to get into. Kind of cover as we go along. We definitely have a future talking about this. Oh, yeah. We have a lot. We have a lot to discuss. Yeah, but that would actually kind of lead us to kind of our final topic here, guys. Or something that we want to ask you, trainers, is what are your thoughts and impressions about Pokemon Journey? Do you like it? Do you hate it? it do you miss the old episodes you know, do you agree with steven that go is trash or do you agree with me that go is pretty good character to talk about i'm opening the door to you trainers to give us your input and your two cents i see what you did there you are just like go you are just like go you know what you are just like go trainers i'm gonna leave you with this little tidbit you can agree to disagree with me that's fine but you can't disagree with the theme song not being a banger. That theme song is easily top three all time. For sure. <laughs> that's the, that's one, that'll be our one settling point. This theme show is a, our theme song using in itself. We can both can agree. But trainers, if you're looking for us or you know if you need to find a place to let us know about your opinions, you can always answer us on Twitter. Shoot us a message at, at the1334dex. You can even shoot us an email too at the1334dex at gmail.com. So you guys have a hope and space to, you know, shoot us an email, tell us your opinions, do a post on Twitter, DMs, whatever works for you. We're always happy to hear from you guys. But yeah, I think that's about it for our episode today. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't have anything else to take uh, other than uh, this W over the debate over Go and Ash. I'm just I'm just going to give it. I'm going to leave, leave it at that. I'm going to. I'm going to. giving you the W yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the W. I'm going to prematurely take the W because I don't think there is an argument here. Just Ash is better. And trainers, remember, you can always send your applications to be my co-host because I might be needing one soon. We're going to have to tweet out like an and... actual job <laughs> application for a new co-host because you have now Don't joke. I will do it. You, I know. You have already <laughs> tried to get rid of me and we're only four or five episodes in. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said don't tempt me. I will do it. I will do it. Go is the, be- Go is the best character in the anime ever. Oh, that's too easy of a victory. It's not fun. <laughs> but, uh, all right, trainers. Until next time. Later, trainers. Later. Set your sails to be ready for the winds of change.